what are you leading them to? So what is your end offer? What is it that you want to be selling? Because you don't want to go out there with an opt-in that's like, oh, all of these people are signing up, but there is a disconnect between that opt-in topic and what you're actually looking to sell. So you're attracting the wrong people in, which means that, yeah, you could have a bunch of people on your email list, but it's not actually generating revenue for you in your business. Welcome to Become a Media Maven. You just heard from Jessica Rodriguez. Jessica is my guest today, and she is the founder of Freedom Driven Success. She is all about guiding people through a framework so you can have profitable online courses and you can scale this stuff, people. And today we're going to talk about how you can grow your email list without ads. So you're going to hear a lot about opt-ins, how often you should share this, where you should share it, and how you can turn those subscribers into paying customers. So before I get to the episode, I want to share my opt-in with you. If you have not yet gotten it, this is on the newer side, I have created a PDF with 16 places to pitch to be a contributor. If you have not gotten this yet, you just need to visit 16places.com and it will take you there. I made it easy for you. So at 16places.com, you just tap that button that says free download. Give me your name and email address. And you are not only going to get the places, but you're going to get the contact information of who to pitch. And then you're also going to get ideas of what to pitch. So I did some research on what kind of articles these people are looking for and what niches they're interested in. So you're going to get that information too. And these are high quality places, okay? I'm talking about like the magazines you would love to be in, the online platforms you would love to be seen in, 16 of them. Make sure you grab that at 16places.com. I also link to that in the show notes. And I am also linking to Jessica's opt-in in the show notes because she's kind of walking us through what she does. And I thought that would be a great idea for instead of just her telling us what to do, you tell us what you do, Jessica, and let's follow along your funnel so we can try to recreate that in our own business. So this is a, a podcast episode where you're going to get a lot of value. And if you go to the show notes and you kind of follow through with what I'm doing with my opt-in, what she's doing with her opt-in, I think it'll be very beneficial for you. So let's get to it. Here is Jessica Rodriguez with Freedom Driven Success. Ever wonder how some people seem to get all the media coverage, but you don't? Go behind the scenes with a TV reporter, national on-air host, and news contributor who has interviewed celebrities, took you inside the Versace mansion, and even stood on a chair to interview basketball legend Alonzo Mourning. Get ready, because Become a Media Maven is the podcast where Christina Nicholson is sharing secrets from her years in front of the camera, in the editing booth, and now behind the podcast mic. Jessica, welcome to the Become a Media Maven podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I'm so excited to chat with you. Obviously, building an email list is like numero uno, Mm -hmm. creating an opt-in to do that because nobody wants to just subscribe for the sake of subscribing. But what we're really going to get into is where to share that opt-in, how to get those subscribers and then turn them into customers or clients. So let's just start with the basics on... I mean, we'll just get this out of the way because I'm sure people have heard this a million times, why you need an email list and how you get started with one as far as like creating an opt-in. 
Yes. So the real crux of this is when you are on social media, pretty much nothing is yours. You know, and I think that's the biggest benefit as far as your email list is that people are going to be able to get to know you, whether it is different places you're at in the media, whether it's social, all of those combined, we want to have a home base to bring them to and a home base that you can control. So this means that of all the things that you can't control in your business, you can always have your list, which means that you are able to nurture them, you are able to sell to them, you are able to communicate with them anytime you need to. And without having that in your business, you're really building your business on a shaky foundation as far as you could lose all of your leads who knows where when they are not in that one hub for yourself, which your email list allows you to do. I was actually, I just had lunch with a friend yesterday and we were talking about this because not necessarily email list, but like just having a space that's yours because her Instagram got hacked and she has like almost 20,000 followers on Instagram. And it was, I mean, like there is no way you are getting in touch with anybody at Instagram. They don't give a shit if your Instagram is hacked. Like, so I mean, and she just, she lost everything. And we're like, that's and that, we kind of went back to, that's why I have a website and that's why I have a blog. But I mean, it's the same with the email list. So when it comes to building an email list, I feel like back in the day, it used to be like, subscribe to my newsletter. And people would, because it used to be exciting to get emails. And now it's freaking stressful and we don't want, we don't want emails anymore. So when it comes to creating an opt-in, you know, we're not telling people subscribe to my newsletter. We're, we're giving them something a lot more valuable than that. So talk to me about what people need to keep in mind when they are offering something to somebody in exchange for their email. Yeah. So two key things. Number one is what are you leading them to? So what is your end offer? What is it that you want to be selling? Because you don't want to go out there with an opt-in that's like, oh, all of these people are signing up, but there is a disconnect between that opt-in topic and what you're actually looking to sell. So you're attracting the wrong people in, which means that, yeah, you could have a bunch of people on your email list, but it's not actually generating revenue for you in your business. So you do want to be aware of that. And then the second piece is that just because it's free doesn't mean, like you said, we are no longer in that time where you just be like, sign up for emails for me. People are like, absolutely not. I, I have zero interest in that. So just because it's free, you want to almost treat it like it's paid, where you are looking to solve one key problem that your audience has right now. So they're going to be able to see that and go, Oh my God, like I have to have that because it is going to solve one problem. It's quick. It's simple. We're not doing these like 90 page eBooks type of thing. Um, you are solving this one fast problem for them, which will entice them to go ahead and sign up because free actually does cost uh, time for people, right? So they're going to be able to sign up. They're giving that email, which is a form of currency. And because of that, now you're going to be able to lead them through which we'll probably talk about in a bit, um, lead them into an email sequence that leads to your offer. So you really want to be intentional about this, not just throwing anything out there, but something that does directly relate to the offer in your business and something that is easy to consume and a win that they want to have upfront. Okay. So you know what, to break this down and talk about the email sequence, let's use yourself as an example. Yep. Tell us what your opt-in is. And if we opt in for that, what is the sequence that we're going to go through? I think that'll help just giving us like a real world example. Yes. So I have, I have a couple of ones, but this is 
literally because it's what I do, right? Um, years in the business. So one of the ones that I think would be the most relevant is going to be the ultimate uh, course funnel. So this is showing a template of exactly what a course funnel looks like as far as like if you have an upsell, downsell, all of that type of stuff, which my audience, they would be looking at that and go, yeah, I need someone to tell me what to do. I can create it, but I need to visually see it. So it's a map of it. Now, again, that's something simple. It's easy to go ahead and consume. Now, when you go to sign up for that, where do you sign up for that? Yep. So it's freedomdrivensuccess.com forward slash template. Okay. I will link to that in the show notes. Awesome. And then what happens then is when you sign up, I do have an option. This is like a, I guess we would call it an advanced strategy where there is a mini offer on that thank you page where it says, Hey, if you want all the emails that go in this funnel, you can go ahead and purchase it at that time. So just a heads up, that's going to be there. Right. So that is a mini offer because I do courses and things like that. And then once you sign up, it's here's your template. So that's your email one. It says a little bit about me because you want to make sure in that first email that if people are not a fit for you, they can go ahead and unsubscribe right then because not everyone's going to be a fit for you. Right. So, Hey, you have this template. Great. Take it, run with it. Um, here's a little bit about me and what I do. The second email that comes in is going to be an additional value add. So if they consume that opt-in, what should they need to know? So this, I'm almost certain, mine links to a blog about three things to know before building an evergreen funnel, Um, just because I built it uh, some time ago, but it goes into that blog because that's an additional value add. So if you guest on a podcast, you own your own pod or run your own podcast, that second email is a great way to add additional value that allows them to see your other content. And then from there, we go into email three. So this is more of, think of it as the story share email, which I'm sure a lot of people listening already know the power of story. So this is where you are sharing either why you created the offer that you have or why you do the work you do, or it could be a client because sometimes you're not your own story. So sometimes it's a client. You're sharing that so that they can see what's possible. So that's our first three emails. And then we have two next emails, and those are going to be actually offering what it is that you have. So if it is something like a discovery call, if you're leading them into a wait list for maybe an upcoming launch, those would be the emails that you're promoting that in and giving them that option. In my case, because I have a high ticket program, it goes into an audio training that then sells that program, right? So whatever it is that you want to promote, goes right within those emails. So this makes it that when somebody opts in, it's not that they get this download or whatever it is that you're giving them and they never hear from you again. There's at least those five emails. And then after that, you are being intentional with sending, whether it's once a week or bi-weekly, you're sending emails to stay in touch with your audience, let them know what's going on with your business. You're not like first date and then never called them back. Love that. And tell me where you should be sharing this opt-in because obviously you could use Facebook and Instagram ads, but those get expensive and you need a budget for that. So let's talk about all of the places. Obviously, I mean, can we just make number one being a guest on podcast because you shared your opt-in right here on this podcast. I can tell you from me personally, being a guest on podcast is the number one way I have built my list. And it's not just any podcast. Like don't go out and get on a hundred random ones. 
I mean, maybe you'll get a few subscribers, but for me, like I can count like the top five that have grown my email list. You know what I mean? So talk about, and, and honestly, that's why I created podcast clout, which helps people find the right podcast to be guests on just because I have seen so much growth from it myself. So you want to build on that one and then give us some, some other spots that we could, we could share our opt-in with people without spending money on ads. Absolutely. Because number one, I am pro podcast for probably a lot of the same reasons you are when you can actually hear me. I'm in your earbuds right now. We're grocery shopping. We're in car, you know, right now. Um, and that brings a different level of connection. And then you're sharing your opt-in. It goes with what you're talking about. It just makes sense um, in order to do that. However, that's not going to be the only way because just like your paid offers, you're free. You have to treat that as a promotional piece in your business and you're actively promoting it. So even though, yes, those emails are automated and you can automate your sales off the back end and all of that great stuff um, that can happen, you still, it's not passive to promote, right? Promotion is not passive. So you want to make sure you have some different ways. So number one, the easiest thing to look at is like your hub, your, your website. So do you have, and you'll see if you go to freedomdrivensuccess.com, my opt-in is all over the place for a reason, right? Because I want to make sure there are ways for people to go ahead and join my list. So on your homepage, is there an option when they scroll down and they're learning a little bit about you and what you offer? There's always a section of a bar if somebody is scrolling down. Um, there's also that top bar that you probably see where it's just, you know, a highlighted color that says to sign up, your pop-ups. Anytime, if you are a podcaster or you blog or any content that you're putting on your site, you have those options to have the sidebars. So as people are scrolling already, then, hey, here's something to do. Uh, we are very intentional with putting it within our content as well. So if you are reading, and we do a lot of blog um, stuff over at the business. So if you're reading through our blog content and then you see, oh, by the way, here's the ultimate course funnel. It's like, click, right? Like I'm already consuming content right about that. So first, maximize your site. Make sure it is everywhere. It will not annoy people if you, your site is giving value, right? They're coming there for a reason anyway. Um, the next thing I want you to look at is your social, especially I call it the power platform. So it is the one place in social that you spend most of your time, right? So there's always that one outlet that you either love the most or you're the most consistent with, and maybe things get repurposed to other places. That power platform that you have how can you fully maximize it? And I don't just mean link in bio or, you know, anything like that. Yes, you're going to do that. But also, are you creating stories around your opt-in? Um, is there at least one to two posts a week that talk about your opt-in and let them know where to go ahead and access it? Because again, if you just have it as, let's say, a banner on LinkedIn or Facebook or something like that, well, they, they're just not seeing that, right? So we want to make sure we have it in multiple places. Yeah. And then also on social media, don't forget about LinkedIn. I feel like a lot of people forget about LinkedIn just because Instagram is sexier. And then also, like you mentioned, like with the stories, like you can link and I'm pretty sure anybody, I, I think they got rid of the verified or 10,000 followers. Anybody can link to anything in stories. So just make it easy by doing that on LinkedIn and Instagram stories. And then another one, is turn your opt-in into a pin on Pinterest. Yes. 
Absolutely. Because you can have, and the thing I love about Pinterest, just because it's, it's changing so much. And I mean, this is everything that we use, right? Like the market keeps changing is you can also be taking some of the content. Let's say you love reels or something like that. You can move it over to Pinterest. It's still going to link over to your opt-in. So that's going to be another way. If you are loving, let's say reels, TikTok is a great place right now, right? As far as, and I don't mean great as far as you have to rush there because it's never the goal, but you know, there are ways, whether you, you get your one link in your bio, you can do that. You create content around it. This is really starting to bring your opt-in front and center. And this is why I think it's so important that you're building out the pieces on the back end that lead to your offer. Because if you're going forward and always promoting this opt-in and challenging yourself as far as different angles and ways to do so, then you want to make sure that it's actually leading to something, right? That you're not just building this list and everybody's kind of sitting there, um, but that you are leveraging opportunities that are in front of you. The other thing that I want to share is as far as collaborations, like if you and somebody else that has a complimentary audience, maybe you partner together and do an Instagram takeover for the day, or you guys do a live stream interview that day and you're sharing your opt-in with their audience. Um, you could be a guest. This is something I love doing too, as well is a guest within people's programs. So you are doing a mini training inside of somebody's paid offer and it's something that they don't teach, but you can add value with their audience. And then guess what? You're able to share your website, your opt-in, sometimes your offer. It kind of you know depends on the opportunity. But these are all ways that you can be getting out there organically. And I am, especially after this past year uh, with ads, is that ads will never fix something you can't convert organically. So you want to actually challenge yourself to be sharing as many times as you can with either the social outlets, the collaborations, the guest expert speaking, all of those pieces together, because if that's converting, then you know you can take those profits and put it into ads and know it's actually going to convert once you get there. And something else on collaborations, I mean, you and I met in a mastermind that we're both in. And in that mastermind, I was... I was talking about a launch that I was doing and I wanted more people to sign up for my opt-in and I am email swapping with a few people. So if people, if you have an audience of people who want to build their personal brand, they want to get more media exposure, maybe be a guest on podcasts, you share my freebie with, with your audience in an email and I will share your freebie with my audience in an email. And that's something that, I mean, it's, it's little to no time. I mean, I know in the group I shared e email swipe copy with images. Like you just put your own little your own little twist on it to make it personal. But I mean, it's it'll take you just a few minutes, copy and paste and tweak it and send it out. And I'm building my list and you're building your list. And it's relative, like you said, like it's it's a the audience is a fit. Yes. And that's the thing I'm always looking for, especially when we talk about collaborations, is that win-win. You know, how do we both get to get a win out of this and your audience is winning as well, right? Because they're getting information that's relevant. It's not like you're doing this with people that want to be a good fit or, you know, any of that. It's truly of service to those audiences. And if you're thinking in your mind of like, 
you know what, the last thing I have for is time for more things. So let's think of it as simple as maybe it is just reaching out to someone that you know, because you've been in a program together, or a mastermind, a, a biz bestie, anything, um, and saying, you know what, would you be up for doing a social share, one post, right? And we'll each do it. Maybe it's one day me, one day you. We share about each other and say, hey, follow this person, knowing that on your account, you're then going to share your opt-in. Right. So those could be some other ways if maybe that's easier for you to just get started where it's like, hey, let's just each pick a day and share each other and why we think you should follow this person. We see people do it all the time. You also have that option to do that. But again, when you bring people into your audience, it's your responsibility to then let them know the next step. So the next step is going to be to sign up for this opt-in. It's something that is enticing for them. It's worthy of them giving their email address. And then it starts that whole nurture process we talked about. And tell me, I mean, this is all organic, which is the point yeah. of this episode, but tell me when we should start spending money and where we should start spending money to grow this. Obviously, you want to prove that people like it organically first, correct? Yes. And what I am always looking at is once you're going organic and you are getting people onto your list, my thing is always looking at 200 people in first. So that's like minimum viable as far as seeing what's happening within this funnel. Is there anything I need to tweak? Because if I am taking a year to get 200 people, it either means you're not sharing it anywhere near enough. So all the things we talked about, like, are you maximizing your website, your existing content, you know, LinkedIn, are you doing those things to maximize? Are you talking about it? Or number two, people don't want that opt-in topic, right? Like it's not enticing enough for them to want to sign up. And I know that kind of sucks to hear sometimes, but I'd rather know early on, right? Like if people are not connecting with it. So once I get 200 people in, then I'm going to look and see, okay, am I at like, what is my conversion rate? So is this a one to 2% conversion? Is it zero? Is it, you know, point something? Um, for the price of my offers, I'm usually looking around 2%. Uh, so if I'm looking at that and it's not happening, then I want to tweak that a little bit more. And then I'll go over to paid traffic. Um, and this is one of those things that with paid, you just want to make sure that, hey, sales are coming through from people that are coming through so that I know I'm not just throwing money and hoping, you know, for the best as far as that goes. And I'm willing to also lose that money that I'm spending because there is no guarantee, you know, there's no guarantees in business in general, right? But especially when you move over to paid, I know that my litmus test is, okay, I've taken 200 people through to this offer. I like the way the numbers are looking. I want to amplify that. Now I can take some of the profit from that offer and put it into Facebook, Instagram, Google, you know, any of those type of ads or Pinterest too, like those type of ad sources. Yeah, you definitely have to be patient. And I think that's the hardest part for people, especially in online business is mm -hmm. just being patient and doing a lot of testing and all of that. Um, yeah. Jessica, this has been amazing. Is there anything else you want to add that I should have asked before we say goodbye? I would say that just the biggest thing I will tell you is every, you're going to almost exhaust yourself 
every single time you are sharing about your opt-in and that means you're doing it right. Because to you, it's going to feel like you're saying it over and over again, but it's not to everyone because no one consumes all of your content the way you think they do. So just remember that when you are sharing, because part of why you're getting out there and getting this exposure and, you know, getting people um, to be listening to you is so that they are coming into your world and it is helping to support the business. That's so funny because I say the exact same thing about earning media exposure. I say if you're ever on a podcast, if you are quoted in an article, like you just put it in the queue and you share it over and over and over again. Like I share media hits for years. Like if I'm a guest, I was a guest on my, the first time I was on Smart Passive Income, it was like five years ago and I still share that episode and people, I have never once had people tell me, oh, you share this too much. Oh, I've seen this more than once. In fact, I still get clients today from sharing that old episode because somebody can follow me on LinkedIn today. They don't know I was on the podcast five years ago. So like you got to share it all. Like I preach this and this is something my clients, God bless their hearts, but I tell them to do this and they never do. And I'm like, trust me, nobody is seeing this stuff. And if they are seeing it, a week later, they have forgotten. So you are good to keep on sharing it over and over and over again. Yes. I always think of the meme. I don't know if you've seen it where it's like, nobody cares. And then on the other <laughs> side, like nobody cares. <laughs> like, <laughs> like nobody's thinking of it that much the way we are. But if you're always bringing in new people, they have not heard that story. They have no idea you did that. That's so true. Okay. So for more on Jessica, visit her at freedomdrivensuccess.com and study her funnel. Go to her opt-in at freedomdrivensuccess.com slash template. That is in the show notes. I also have my opt-in in the show notes. It is 16 places you can pitch right now to be a contributor. And I don't just share the places and the contact information, but also the story ideas that they are looking for. So you can get that at mediamavenandmore.com slash contributor. Oh, something else that I do. I also like to buy, I mean, I feel like everybody in business is kind of obsessed with buying like the URLs and you can buy a URL to like, to shorten it. Like I have 16places.com. You can get the opt-in there. That's a super easy thing to remember. 16places.com. I mean, do you suggest people do that too? Yes. Uh, I always call myself a domain hoarder because I get really excited. <laughs> I mean, if it's just $12 a year for the domain, we can buy a few of them. Exactly. That's so funny. Okay. Thank you so much, Jessica. Yes, thank you. Thanks for listening. Remember, I link to Jessica's opt-in freedomdrivensuccess.com slash template in the show notes, as well as mine. You can get that at 16places.com. And if you have any ideas for podcast episodes, please hit me up. You can find me at Christina all day on social media. I am in all the places, but I'm probably most active on Instagram and on LinkedIn, as well as Twitter all of those places. So come and find me there. Let's chat. Let's converse. And if you have any questions, you can also ask me on all of those platforms. I like Instagram because I can reply with a voice note and it's just easier for me to answer your questions if I just hold down that microphone and reply. So don't hesitate to ask me anything. Just sneak on my last post and ask me a question. I pay attention to all of my notifications. So thank you so much for connecting with me on social. And thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you have a friend, a colleague, or a family member who might enjoy it, please share it with them. If you are new here, this is, you know, I mean, like 
almost my 200th episode. So check out some of the old episodes. You may find something that speaks to you and you may learn a lot because I definitely try to make all of these episodes very tangible and I don't like the generic info. I feel like there are so many books and podcasts with like the on the surface shit. I try not to do that here. I try to be as specific as possible. So again, that's why I'm leaving more resources in the show notes. And I hope you got a lot of value out of this. And I hope to see you around in my next episode. Thank you so much.